0: Welcome back. It's Vicki Wu. As part of our taking your business from surviving to thriving during this recession that we find ourselves in, I want to talk about when you're cutting expenses. A lot of entrepreneurs right now are looking at their current business expenses and finding ways where they can trim money, even if it's only a few dollars a month. All of those things can add up, as we all know. One of the places that you probably don't want to cut is if you purchase a stock photo membership. And here's why. This is Vicki Wu and as always we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a copyright lawyer. I have been working with copyrights for decades and using them in client work. So I try to keep knowledgeable of this topic because I want to make sure that the work I provide, my clients are protected. There's a lot of myths out there when you're using images like drawings or line drawings, vector art, icons or actual photos, videos or music. All of these things are protected under copyright laws and there's a lot of myths that are things like it's okay to use any of these as long as I'm not directly making money for instance if you post it on a website that you're not making money off of the website in any form or fashion another myth is that it's okay to use Google images because they're posted out there and free for you to use both of those the answer is no it doesn't matter if you're actually making money off of whatever thing it is that you include any type of copyrighted image photo video music whatever it may be text also you can still be liable and still be financially liable even if you're not making any money directly and also just because something is on Google doesn't mean that copyrights have been lifted from it Google searches every single website out there trillions of websites and puts in their search all of these images that they're finding online. It's actually a topic I've written about in the past that just because you find it online doesn't mean that you can actually use it. I'll link to that article down below. People have also found that when you do a Google image search, there's some advanced search fields you can use that will allow you to choose copyright free. But even copyright free doesn't mean you can use it for free. I know it gets confusing. I'm going to give you five tips that should help you navigate this a little bit better. But again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a copyright lawyer. And if you have any legal questions surrounding any of this, that's the type of person that you need to be asking. The first level of all of these images, videos, music, whatever it may be, are things that are in the public domain. And this is actually a very small amount of items. So you can never assume that something you find online is in the public domain just because you think it might be. For the most part, these are going to be items that are more than 70 years old that heirs to the original creator or the person if they're still living has not renewed a copyright. Just because it's over 70 years old doesn't mean it's copyright free and doesn't mean it's public domain. It can also be things that are owned by our government. Perhaps they were images that were generated while someone was working for a branch of the government as part of their job duties. At that point, it becomes government property, which makes it in the public domain. There are also some that artists will release their rights on their work. Sometimes that's just to get exposure, and the more people using it, the more exposure they get. And those items may actually be considered in the public domain as well. All of these items will clearly be marked that they are in the public domain and free to be used. This is also why just simply doing a Google search and finding, you know, the, the image tiles that they put up won't give you the full information on the actual image. You can't tell just by doing that if the image or video or whatever it is is clear of all these other restrictions. Another level is that an item may be copyright free and this is like i mentioned when you're doing a google image search and that's one of the categories you can pick however simply being copyright free doesn't mean that you can use it there's also royalty free this also doesn't mean that it's free for your use it gets confusing because these have the word free in them a royalty for the most part if you ever watch shark tank and mr wonderful says how he wants a royalty and that's a recurring payment. Royalty-free just means that it's free of that type of recurring payment, but it doesn't mean that you don't have to pay to use it. Even if the item you want to use is copyright-free and royalty-free, it doesn't mean that you can use it without attribution. Creative Commons has created kind of a universal, at least in the U.S., level of copyrights that they do a pretty good job breaking down into normal English so that most people can understand when and how an item can be used. And if there is some type of copyright, it will note what type of license it has, and you can look that information up. Some of them that are royalty-free may still require attribution where you have to put a particular link or text with the image or video or music that gives credit to the original artist and not having that text or that link and exactly what's included depends upon what the artist requests you can still get in trouble even if you've checked on copyright free royalty free and does it require attribution it still may not mean that the item is available for commercial use. You may be able to use it for educational use, you may be able to use it on a personal project, but anytime your business is associated with it, it has to be available for commercial use. So really the only time it's really free is can you use it for commercial use? Does it require attribution? Can you use it without needing that? Is it royalty-free, or where you only pay maybe a one-time fee? And is it copyright-free, which can mean some of those levels of copyright that allow you to use it. That's what most people consider copyright-free, that there is some method by which you can use it. It may just require payment, attribution, or one of those other pieces. Now, if that hasn't confused you enough, there's also the case of images that have a person in them. Because even if you've released, you know, copyrights and royalties and you can use it for commercial use, is there a model release? Because using a person's likeness, even though it's not directly copyright, that can be another layer on this. Now, a lot of professional photographers, especially if they are providing images, photographs to stock sites, have obtained that model release, but it doesn't mean they all have. And that can be a really hard piece to determine. Some of the more professional and robust stock photo sites will include that information, but otherwise you just don't know. You hear cases all the time. I remember one lady saying that some weight loss center took a picture just off of her Facebook page where. She was posing, and she was a little overweight, and they were using it in their advertising, and she was so mad because she didn't know who they were. They were in another state. She'd never talked to anyone, and they were profiting off of using her likeness. So the model release can be another issue. You may think, well, it's not going to matter because nobody's nobody's going to find out. I'll just post it on my social media or my website, and it won't be a big deal as long as I maybe include a link where I got it from the website that I saw that image on or something keep in mind that the other website may have paid for a license for that image which would not cover your use of it also keep in mind that logos of companies although sometimes they don't care if you're talking great about their product may not care as much you're giving them good publicity but if you used one of their images, you may come into problems there. A lot of artists belong to these kind of artist conglomerates that have software that continually scans the internet in its entirety, looking for specific metadata that's embedded in the images. And they're also more sophisticated. They can use AI to actually scan for the images themselves the actual pixels in the images same with music same with videos they belong to these groups that are doing that kind of scanning for them and then that group is actually the one that initiates either copyright claims or takedown notices or in some cases lawsuits one of the most common places we actually see this is on youtube primarily because they have built in a whole copyright claim section for creators. And this is primarily targeted to music. So if you use music in your video, or even if there's music playing in the background, if you're in a public place and they're playing their speaker system, the artist or the company representing the artist can file a copyright claim on your video. And there's a few different things that can happen. They can demand a takedown notice that the video has to be completely removed. That one's a little more rare. It can sometimes be that your video, they'll still let it go, but it can't be shown in some countries. And it depends upon the copyright laws that the artist has with those countries. It could also be that they want that clip, that few seconds or whatever, of your video silenced. And that can be a problem if you're talking over and then there's a silence and people can't hear you. Sometimes it can be really hard to extract the music out of the audio without also extracting the audio. Then there's one that's kind of the bigger hit on any creator who has actually got monetization on their channel. That video can no longer be used for your own monetization. All monies will go to the creator. That can also mean even if you didn't turn on monetization on that particular video because for some reason maybe you didn't want ads on it, it can now show ads and the ad revenue will go to the creator. And it can also mean that there's ads for direct competitors or for maybe something that your, your brand would never want advertised, connected to you. Those things can happen at that point And again, all of the monetization goes to the creator. A bigger thing that can happen is that you can receive a demand for payment. And I've actually seen this happen. I've worked for a company that got a demand letter in for some images on the website. And I had to go through and really dig and do some research on all of the emails from my predecessors, not just one, but I had to check even further back than that, and try to find where those particular images where a license was purchased for them. And that can be a real pain, especially if good records weren't kept, or it was only sent by email and that email isn't even available anymore. They've been deleted, or when the person left, all their past emails got deleted. And if you can't prove that the purchase was made, you're going to owe the money. And this is not a small like $10 or $30 fee that it might be to purchase the image initially. The request was for $10,000 per image. There's usually no grace period. We'll give you seven days to take it down or no thing of, if you can prove you're not using it to make money, it's okay, we'll let you do it. No. It is a demand for payment, and if you cannot prove that you have a license and you don't make that payment, then it goes to further legal things, and they have their team of lawyers which are standing by to do this can actually take you to court at that point, and they can actually get awarded monetary damages much larger than that. The best thing to do is, even though it may seem like paying $5 or $10 for that photo, or paying monthly, I pay around $30 for my stock photo subscription, you may think, oh, save that little bit now and I'll just find free photos I can use. It's not that simple, and in the long run, it may actually be worth paying that $10 or $30 to avoid a $10,000 bill or much larger if you end up in court where the damages could be easily up to $150,000. The best advice I can give for you, if you're not sure about an image, a video, music, whatever it may be, don't use it until you can find out how you can legally use it and make sure that you are properly covered. And again, this is one of those expenses that it may be worth paying for a subscription or there are a couple of stock photo sites that all of their images are copyright-free, royalty-free, free free for commercial use, and do not require attribution. Even if you're using one of those type of stock photo sites, you wanna check every image you use and just make sure that one didn't sneak through somehow that suddenly requires attribution or something strange like that. Never, ever, ever use an image directly off of Google. As always, if you have any questions related to this topic or to marketing in general, you can drop your comments down below or reach out to us on our website. We have a chat box right in the bottom right hand corner or you can catch us on Facebook. Just search Vicky Woo Marketing and we will try to answer you directly or we may use your question on an upcoming episode.